Yeah, that's a good thing too. Hallelujah. You put aside your majesties. Have you heard the people sing that song? You lay aside. You lay aside your majesty. You laid aside your majesty. You gave you up everything, everything for me. me. Suffered at the hands of those you had created. You took all my guilt and shame. You died and rose again. Now today.
No sacrifice out of Christ is sufficient. And nothing you can gain that is going to be enough outside of Christ. Christ is coming again. Christ is coming again. And we must make room for him. We must make time for him. We must make provision for him. Let us join the angels as we celebrate Christmas. His first coming is what we are celebrating. The greater celebration is when he comes again and we are welcome into his bosom. Let us not miss that boat. Let us not miss that coming. Let us not miss our king. Let us not turn out the light. The light. The light of life. Some people forgot. Or a lot of people don't even know that the first Adam, Adam, when you think of Adam, what comes into your mind? When you think of Adam today, when you hear Adam, 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 we always refer to Adam as the one that started sin. As the one that made man fall. Is that not true? But do you know that Adam was once referred to as the son of God? Adam was once referred to as the son of God. He lost it. May you not lose your salvation. I say, may you not lose your salvation. Adam was the son of God. Just as we refer to Jesus as the son of God. Luke chapter 3. Luke chapter 3. If you have it quickly. I want you to read from verse 38. Luke chapter 3 from verse 38. Making room for Christ because he is coming again. A lot of them they decorated the inn. Lights were on. Apartments were, were, were fully furnished but it was fully booked and the savior came and they said sorry we are sold out may you not be sold out to wrong stuff may our life not be sold out or used for the wrong things that vessel they were used for the wrong stuff 
verse 38. Luke chapter 3, verse 38. He said, Cana was the son of Enosh. Enosh was the son of Seth. Seth was the son of Adam. He said, Adam was the son of God. Wow. Adam was the son of God. What happened? What happened? How come when you think of Adam now you don't think of him as the son of God? He had it at one time. He had it. He had a relationship with God. He had a relationship with God. He was close to God. God loved him. God fellowshiped with him. What happened now? When you think of Adam, do you think of him as the son of God? Another one that you will that will interest you. You know, you hear of, of the sons of Jacob, you hear of Joseph, you hear of uh, Ephraim. You? When you hear of them, God loved love those children so much. He engrafted them within the children of Israel. They were supposed to be grandchildren, but they were brought into the lineage of, of Jacob. You remember? What happened to Joseph? Joseph was sold into slavery. We know that I'm talking way past that now. I said, What happened to Joseph down the line? Let us read it from the book of Psalm, Psalm 78. Psalm 78, verse 67. I said, Christ is coming again. There is nothing that we have that will compare to that. No suffering, no joy, nothing that can be compared to him. No miracle that you will ever receive on this side of the earth will be compared to his second coming. We know how glorious, how wonderful his bed what was. We know how wonderful and how glorious his resurrection was. But the greater of all is his second coming. You have it? Yes. He said, moreover, he said he rejected the tent of Joseph. He chose not the tribe of Ephraim. 
in which the, the tabernacle was accustomed to stand. Oh, wow. Wow. It was accustomed to stand, but God rejected it. The inn was full. There was no room for him. Let us make room for Christ. Let's make room for Christ on a daily basis. Let's make room for Christ every minute of our lives. God loved Joseph. God loved Ephraim. He changed the dynamics of, his, of the family of Israel. And he brought them in. He engrafted them into, the, into that great family. So is you. So is us. We've been engrafted into the family of God. We must make sure we remain there. Are you hearing me? We must remain there. Don't allow the business of life. Don't allow the challenges of life. Don't allow sickness. Don't allow wealth. Don't allow freedom. Don't allow liberty to steal away the salvation you have received. This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we must remind ourselves that he is our savior. He is the reason for the season. We are not celebrating the holiday. Are you hearing me? Anybody that sends you a card that says happy holiday, tear it. That's an insult. You celebrating the birthday of someone, but you don't even want to have him in the picture. You don't even want to, have to mention his name. You don't want people to know the reason. But you want to do all the ceremony around it. But keep him outside. Lock him out. Keep him outside the inn. Keep him outside your hearts. Keep him outside the society. Keep him outside your family. That's when we are making room for him. I will worship him because he is the only one who died for me. He, was the, he is the only one that is sufficient. He's the only one. Adam, that we just looked at, you used to be called the son of God. He had the whole world. He did not even pray for it. Adam had the whole world. He had the whole world. He didn't pray for it. Adam did not fast one day. Lost it. Knowing Christ is a privilege. Worshiping Christ is a privilege. 
let us take it seriously. Somebody might tell you, I am from a Christian home. There is nothing like that. It's either you are a Christian or you are not. Your home cannot be a Christian home. Salvation is personal. Salvation is personal. Do you know when you go to all pillars, what do you hear? He's in a better place. He's going to a better place now. Stop crying. He's in a better place. Even when you know the person's history, even when you know all that he has done, then some people will tell you, don't judge. You are not supposed to judge. You are just supposed to tell them good and nice things. Don't deceive yourself. The Bible is clear. If you miss him, why you have the bricks in you? Why you have the capability to make a choice for him and you did not do it? Why he came knocking at your door and you said, no, I'm not ready yet. I have a whole life ahead of me. But don't you know that any life that don't have Christ, any man, any woman, any child that has no Christ Jesus, though he's living, the Bible says he's dead already. He's dead already. That's why Jesus Christ said, let's the dead bury the dead. He said, you forget about that. Move ahead with your life. Go after him that has life. The Bible says he is the light of the world. He is the life and that life was the light of man. In him was life. And the life was the light of man. That's John chapter 1 verse 4. It said he came to his own but his own received him not. They rejected him. They drove him out of the inn. They didn't have time for him. The house was furnished. They had light outside the home. But there was no lights. The real light came. And they did not recognize it. Remember. He's the only one who died to set you free. All you have to do now is to honor him with your life. Is to serve him with your life. Is to acknowledge him 
to others that I will describe him that he is the author of life. He is the author of faith. He is the author of grace. And he is your savior. Christ is coming again. As much as it's nice for us to celebrate his first coming, which is Christmas, let us make room for his second coming. Let us make room for his second coming. All the Bibles that we need to read is only in this life. All the Bibles we need to read is only in this life. Your believing is only in this life. After you are gone, when he calls you home, you don't need a Bible anymore. You don't need to believe anymore. The only time you have now is to believe that he is your Savior, that he died so that you can live. Hallelujah. This is the gospel. This is what he said we should do to tell others what he has done. Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again. He first coming came with a lot of testimony. But that is not compared to his second coming. We cannot miss his second coming. We cannot. We cannot afford to. And nobody, nobody should miss it. For any reason, let us make every effort The churches we are building, the churches, the instruments that we buy, the microphones that we buy, they will all be useless after if we miss the second coming. It will be useless. All the time we spend in prayer, Asking for one miracle or the other. Don't let us be like Joseph or Ephraim. They came into an inheritance. But the purpose of the inheritance, they missed it. Now, you don't hear Jesus of the tribe of Joseph. You don't hear Jesus of the tribe of Ephraim, but Jesus of the tribe of Judah. The second coming is real. Our salvation is real. And it's important. It's important. It's important. It doesn't matter how many people 
tells us otherwise. But one thing that you know that nobody has lied to you about is that salvation is personal. Loving God is personal. It's personal. How you choose to love God, you can deceive me, I can deceive you, but you cannot deceive God. You can buy all the finest remedies and put it on and come to church. After that, you take selfies. You pose in one way or the other. <laughs> it becomes nothing. You must put on Christ. Hallelujah. Christ is coming very soon and is sure. Adam was the son of God. He was. Hey, he was. There's only I am. He said, as many that received him, to them he gave them power to be called. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be called the sons of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As many that received him. He gave them power. Tell somebody I am. Adam was. Adam was. But I am. I am. Born of God. And I have this life. Jesus is coming again. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of the death of Jesus Christ. And we ask, O oh God, as we look forward to his second coming, let your righteousness qualify us to meet him. Let your righteousness prepare us to meet him. Make provision for us and make room for us as we make room for him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sanctify our hearts. Make us ready. Father, you said, bring unto me empty vessels and I will fill it. Because when you first came, all the vessels were full. Father, we are empty. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your love. Give us all that is required. The skills that is required to communicate you to others. And let them receive it with convinced and be convinced that you are the only answer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely.
goodness and mercies is following us all the days of our lives. And we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen.